Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of Screen Champs. I'm your host, Dubs, here with my co-host, the Madman Mo. What's going on, brother? What's happening, man? Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Jackass. Uh, not only the new movie, Jackass Forever, but the legacy of Jackass. Uh, we're going to be talking about Pam and Tommy, which just premiered on Hulu. And then we're going to give a review of The Fallout, which is a new movie on HBO Max. So, uh, man, man, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. I, I've, I've got a fun little thing to talk to you about today to Ooh. get this episode going. Okay, I like that. I also have a pop quiz to, like for right before the uh, Jackass uh, segment. So let's let's go. Let's go. What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> yeah. So I have a movie idea. I have a movie idea. Mm. I feel like we could make this movie. We can make it happen. Okay. And uh, I like movies. The- I like the idea of making one. You like ideas too. You. I know you're a big idea guy. Huge idea guy. Huge, huge fan of ideas. Love ideas. <laughs> Every time someone brings one up, I know you get excited. You start like, bro, like, is this, yeah. wait, like, let me sit down because I feel like you're about yeah. to share an idea. That's great. Yeah, okay. yeah. You have your vision board ready. You're like, okay, let's do this. Let's initiate <laughs> it. So, movie idea, right? We can we can get this going. Right. Um, so two dudes sue <laughs> for not having Ana de Ramos in yesterday. And so, yeah. okay, I when like you brought that. up that story, I was like, "This is the perfect movie." These two yeah. non-horny men are suing because <laughs> Ana de Ramos is not in yesterday, and she was in the trailer. I I like it, and it it really feels like it could be like a Hulu like Pam and Tommy type miniseries. Yes, um, yes, literally for you know this is a little bit spoilers the amount of scenes that have just. Had Seth Rogen sitting in a bed watching um, just questionable material uh, in this movie. It's essentially oh, yeah. kind of like what resets the story every 10 minutes. Uh, it would play perfectly for a couple gentlemen who are upset that uh, Ana de Armas is not in these movies because they're not like these guys aren't watching it with their wife, right? You know, they are, they no. are home alone. These yeah. are gentlemen who do not have anyone else around. Hopefully not together. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. like oh. they both got their version and took it home. Yeah, these are two separate guys. This is the power of the internet that message boards have made all this possible. Where someone says, uh, did anyone notice she wasn't in this movie? And someone else happens to log in. It's like, oh my God. Probably even a week separate too. Like someone's <laughs> like, Really? Like and they got together yeah. and that's that's beautiful. But, I like uh, this. Well, do you see but, this as like a thriller, just a drama, so, comedy? Like, how, how are we going to play this? I knew you would like it. You're an idea guy, and now a, a lot of ideas are going to come out. That's <laughs> what we need to discuss. Like, what, what, like, who's going to be the two guys? You know, like, what's their relationship? Like, what, what comedy duo do you want? You know, like, who's directing this movie? And uh, we all know it's Kevin Smith. And like, how Ooh. is it going to play out? Like, how is the climax going to happen? Because I have a climax that I think will be amazing. As far as the two guys, you know, no one good looking, right? No one, uh, no one slim. Damn. I would say Damn, you're, you're going to trip reason. out on my like two favorites. Or actually, no, slim could play okay, yeah, but no, no one good looking for sure. Who, who do you have in the lead here? Well, because I'm looking for like recipe for success. I think like Channing Tatum and uh, jo- Jonah Hill. Like, let's just get them together again, doing this movie. Man, I don't know about Channing Tatum. There, I feel like he is uh, way too good looking to be one of the guys suing. He, he could he be like redneck is. though. Like, we can make him redneck. You know, like yeah, even dirty still, redneck guy. Even still, I uh, even yeah, even when he's humping like he, Danny McBride's leg, and this is the end. <laughs> I'm like, look at that good looking guy. Like, there's. 
I don't know. I don't know if I could believe him as someone who was bothered enough by her not being included in the movie okay. that he's suing someone. I, Jonah Hill plays. Like, Jonah Hill would be a good guy that, to have, like, as the plus, like, as the guy that's upset. Yeah. But even then, that. he's, you know, there's a lot. I almost don't want him in that role because I feel like Jonah Hill would say no to it. I feel like yeah. Jonah Hill would be like, no, like, I don't want this. That's true. He is. He did get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Well, he's just taking himself standards. seriously. He wants to take himself seriously, and he's you know he's doing his own thing. I take him seriously. I okay. But I, I do. I could see. I could definitely see Jonah Hill being successful. I feel like uh, we could do um, a pos. I, I feel like Adam Driver ran. This is out of nowhere. Oh, let's throw well, Adam yeah, Driver in there. He, he did do Logan Lucky. He did do. He was kind of like a goofball in that one. I think. Yeah. Some I can see an Adam Driver because he he kind of you know plays a distinguished guy a lot of times, but yeah, he can also shift r- real easily at least with makeup and just presentation shift into kind of a goober. I think. Yeah, he also looks like a guy that would be pissed off that Anandermas is not in yesterday. Exactly. So I, I think yeah. that would kind of be like out of left field, and okay. then I do want to pair him with a comedian. Danny McBride keeps popping in my head. Maybe because oh, I just said it with yes, John Tatum. That's. Bro, I yes. think it's kind of like a dumb and dumber esque, like Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels, like a comedian, yeah. a dramatic actor, kind of playing these roles. I could see that doing well. Okay, yes, I like that. And then I like, you know, like Kevin Smith directing this. I feel like he okay. can knock it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kevin Smith probably would write it then too if he's directing. It makes sense. And then I think it would be like a silly, like the ending would be like a silly, like climax. They're in the courtroom, like legit, like fighting for this, like the people versus like whoever, you know, the people versus yesterday, you know, and, and <laughs> Danny McBride would do this like five, seven minute, just like speech about like, you know, why this is important and just like goes off and there's like yeah. tr- trumpets playing in the background. People are cheering, you know, it's like a whole, it's almost like. Like the end of like Footloose is what I had in my mind, you know, like some <laughs> some crazy shit where the like after this happens they do like a big like routine dance and it's like the mm. most ridiculous movie ever. Like this movie is okay. gonna be like like funny but also like really stupid, like almost like Dumb and Dumber is what I like. Well, not Dumb and Dumber, Dude Wars My Car. I was thinking like Dude Wars My Car, okay, with this like intense like climax in a courtroom that's like like super intense. Where we'll have like Don Cheadle as the lawyer just to like make it feel like yeah, this is like <laughs> this is real. Yeah, uh, Don Cheadle's great. He's self aware. Yeah, you know? he's like a self aware like robot. Like he knows what he's doing. All right, I like that. I like it. I love it. I think it's a hit. It's our movie idea. All right, great. Pe- pen and paper. Let's get TC in here, and then let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, make this happen. Maybe like yeah. do a deep dive on like an episode, or do like really just do a whole read through. Maybe we could cast some people, and you know, we could get this going, dude. All right, I like that. Well, here's here's my pop quiz before we hop into um, before we hop into Jackass. So it's going to be A or B. It's two options. Which movie has more pig semen? Uh, Jackass Forever or the movie Pig? Well, a, a? A, yeah, uh, it's you're correct. If you were thinking Pig, um, that would be incorrect. So just uh, that was just a fun fact. Um, that's yeah, that's yeah, that would have been intense. I think the pig was female. <laughs> pig. So. Oh, there you go. Oh, you know what? That's fair. So it's like a, it's like a, it's like a trick question. It's like, this but also, true. there's a massive amount of yeah, pig which semen. we had gallons of pig semen. Uh, there is an alternate yeah. title for this episode, which would be something like "Members Only," and I mean that in the sense of the uh, male member, 
there there was a lot of male nudity that just happened in the next couple movies that we watched. Like I would say like an alarming amount, more than normal. So much so that I, I, yeah. I just feel like putting a warning out there. Like, yes, there may be a little more uh, penis talk than normal. Yeah, I, I texted Dubs like stressed out the amount of penis I've seen recently, <laughs> and it's it's like it, it's just it's a lot. Like I yeah. I am like in shambles right. Now. Uh, that being said, there's still some great stuff to talk about. It's just funny that half the things we're talking about today were. They're just uh, littered with this stuff. But let's go into Jackass. Uh, Jackass is is one of those things that I, I've realized I hold very near and dear to my heart. Maybe like a little more than I initially thought. What's your relationship with Jackass? Like the franchise in general. Starting from the show, throughout the movies, the years, and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's been a huge part of my life. Um, big MTV guy. It's one of like the shows I watched. And so I, you know, I followed them throughout my whole life. It's just one of those things where it's like, like the culture you're in, you know, I, I hung out with a bunch of like skaters and rockers and just like idiots and like really like dumb people. But, um, you know, it's, it's very easy to be entertained and it's just a lot of fun. You know, I know they were like, Hey, don't try this at home. We would try it at home and stuff. And it's just like one of those juvenile things that, you know, I participated in that just, stayed with me and it's like every every uh movie is just you know it's just funny like i i i never was shocked by it until now like this last one was pretty oh interesting i mean okay i've definitely been shocked by it um maybe because i'm older now (laughs) i know they're older and i was like just stressed out yeah and then i was not prepared i mean i legit sent out a tweet like hey like how many minutes in, you know, is it going to take for us to see uh, Chris Pontius, like, penis? And then, sure enough, it was like... Yeah, like, well, that's, that's the first thing you see. That's how the movie starts, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I didn't think that was going to be the... And then it's like, you see it, like, a lot. And I was shook. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't remember yeah. it being like that. Maybe, like, qual- quality is better now than 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, better cameras, right? So, no, yeah. I, I mean, Jack has kind of the same way. I, I don't know if... I ever really participated in a way I thought, but there was there was definitely a time in my life around twelve to fifteen when I felt like if I had a camera and a shopping cart, I could get famous. Like that's all you needed, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so there's there's always been that that just thing in the back of your head. It, it just it's just funny and it always works. And what I've come to realize is that this group of guys is actually kind of special, right? They are yeah. They're doing it in a very unique way. And on the surface, it is kind of just stupid and it's juvenile. But the the friendship and the way they kind of treat each other is, you know, oddly like comforting and sweet in a lot of ways. And it's also like chaotic and crazy. But, yeah. but there's so much to it. But there there's this weird like endearingness and sweetness to these movies that I, I wouldn't have even picked up on or noticed 10 years ago. And you're really seeing it, especially in Jackass Forever, the way they came together and really what separates this group of guys from just doing this random stuff than than any other idiot doing it. There's something special about it. There's something special about that Knoxville laugh, that Steve-O laugh. Um, Chris Pontius just going into a weird dialogue about whatever. And I, I mean, there was a moment in the new movie where he literally did like the the milk milk lemonade <laughs> reach around that's where fudge is made i felt like yeah. i was in grade school fu- just yeah, yeah hearing hilarious. hearing kids say stupid songs 
and it, it really felt kind of sweet. I, I just couldn't get over how, like, I was like, oh, like, this is so nice. Along with absolutely insane. It's still absolutely insane. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it had this weird, weird vibe to it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I just, I love these guys so much. And I'm just so happy they're they're here on screen again and we're going through it again. Just add on. Super wholesome. Just super wholesome. Super wholesome. Right? In a weird way. It's wholesome. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. It's wholesome. Just be beating the shit out of each other just like yeah. hitting each other's <laughs> nuts it's just like it's like, oh man it's so great i wish me and my friends could do that like well yeah there's there's something not. about just watching yeah and someone will say something and you know they'll introduce a bit and then someone just hits someone else in the nuts everyone starts laughing and it's yeah. it's a movie <laughs> yeah 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 it's, it's good. <laughs> i don't know how it works it one of the interesting things about the, these movies as they come up, and the first movie came out in 2002. So the show started in 2000. The first movie came out in 2002. It got hit by the critics pretty hard. 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. So not good. They weren't ready. <laughs> they weren't ready. I'm not sure if they ever were ready. I don't know. If, there's a certain age where when this came out, I think you know, you were, we were anywhere from like 10 to 13 when this show started. I mean, that's the age of entry. Or two like boys ready yeah. to go, jackass, it all makes sense, right? But if you're in your 30s, 40s, I mean, in 2002, and jackass, a movie comes out, and they're just swinging their junk around, and you don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm not sure anyone in that age could like love it, right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the shock value is there for sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like it's, uh, it is much, it is, it is much, and it, you know. On TV, it's different than watching it like in the movies. In the movies, it's you could see more things. There's less restrictions and stuff. Oh yeah, fully. It's not that rated R, and <laughs> you, you know you're you're seeing you're seeing things. Oh yeah, uh, and this is uh, I mean, so Jackass the movie, forty nine percent are on Tomatoes. Jackass two came out four years later, got a sixty four percent, a little bit higher. Jackass three D came out another four years later, got a sixty six percent. And this new one has about uh, almost 100 critics now, and it's sitting at a 90%, which is, I mean, that's bananas high. Not just for yeah. a Jackass movie, but for any movie being released in theaters right now. Are you surprised to see like that Rotten Tomato score so high? Yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. I, I like, I, I mean, and not to take away like if it's good or not. It's good, you know. It's good, you know. It's funny and really wholesome. And um, Jackass made such an impact when it comes to like, like prank stuff and just like look at them practical uh, jokers. You know, like look at them, like you know, because of Jackass. Oh like, yeah, you know, we we have something like that going on. Like, and then you look at these uh, YouTube, you know, things people are doing. Yeah social experiments or like pranks too and the nelk boys like all this stuff like you know jackass like you know was 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 you know kind of the one that started it but really got it going and you know opened opportunities for a lot of people so it's it, it's a hit it's a formula it works um 90 though versus like the other because it's like a it's a movie but then it's like is it really a movie you know like it's it's you know there's no narrative here it's just a bunch of pranks and stuff well it's definitely being held in a higher regard and and yeah. i think the the biggest thing it has going for it right now is time so the other movies came out within four years of each other and the jackass 3d came out in 2010 obviously it's 12 yeah. years later now 
And so I think I, I really think that it's just the people that were growing up with Jackass or, you know, we were 10 to 13, maybe a little younger. But, you know, we're talking about, you know, 15 to like 25 year olds who were also yeah. loving Jackass are yeah. now, you know, sitting there in their 40s and they're critics. And they're like, oh, hell yeah, Jackass, the boys are back. Sweet. And so the, just the generation that's reviewing movies now grew up on it, whereas the people reviewing it before did not grow up on it. So it's yeah. being seen in just a much more positive light because these are the people that love it. And they're like, oh, great. And they're back. And I think that I honestly, I, I don't want to make any crazy declarations here, but I, I think this is definitely, it's one of the best movies for sure that they've put out. I don't know yeah. if it's my favorite, but uh, there's there's not a lot of miss here. It's pretty consistent. There's no dull moments. It goes and goes. It's about ninety minutes long, and it doesn't stop for a second. And the intro, like you know, like it it'd be good to, for us to like you know rank like the intros and stuff maybe down the line. But it's a uh, it's a solid intro. I was cracking up. You know, you got some solid little cameos in there too. Like it was just hilarious. Yeah, this was this was definitely a laugh out loud intro. If we're rating intros, yeah. I, I think I'm going. I'm going to go three, two, four, one. So I although although this one was, I mean, it was it was absolutely ridiculous when they finally pulled back to. I mean, you kind of knew what was going on already, but when yeah. they really finally pulled back the camera and you see everything that's going on. I, I mean, you're just dying laughing just because of the audacity of what you're seeing. <laughs> uh, but I think the intro for Jackass 3D is like next level. Just so, 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 so good. Yeah. I, I, I love how simple the first one is. Like, I, I just love <laughs> just the shopping cart down the street. Yeah. 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 I, I just love how simple it is. Um, but I really enjoyed this one. It, it might just be because I was just happy to see them like again. I was just happy to yeah. see it happening. No, solid for sure. And you know, were there any skits that stood out to you here? Because there's there's a couple that I really enjoyed. Uh, there was one that only works because of how terrible they always are to each other, and I just yeah. thought it was so funny to kind of do the opposite, where they faked everyone out and they made them think that it was some skit where knoxville was yeah. gonna like mess with a snake yeah and then they got everyone mic'd up brought him back into this room and just cut the lights off completely so it was pitch black and so the people thought they were like oh my gosh like they're gonna get me something terrible is gonna happen and the prank was that there was nothing going on and they were just freaking out and it was just them reacting to everything and so they would sit in the corner and throw stuff at him but they were losing their minds because they thought there was a snake on the loose. They thought all the stuff because it's a jackass movie. Why wouldn't there be? It was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, they they're so smart. They added like a door that could open, and they're like, "Oh, great! This is the way out. <laughs> open a door, just dink right into a freaking pan, bro. Just pans everywhere, <laughs> mouse traps all over the desk floor, like." I was cracking up, dude. They were so they're pumped. They're like, bro, I found a door. I found a door. You know, it's all good. We got this is the way out. Bink, just right into a freaking yeah. pan, dude. And of course, it, you know, of course it is. Like, of course that's what would happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, it, it was funny. Yeah, that I, I like that one. I like the bear one. Uh, just because it, it is pretty simple. But then it's like, oh shit! Like we have a legit bear in, yes. the, in this room. And he's gonna come eat some salmon, you know, because you don't know what what's no. happening. You don't know what the prank is. You don't know what's you know going on. 
And then next thing you know, they're tossing like freaking salmon on him. Yeah. And then this bear comes out and is eating the salmon from. I would freak out. You know, like this guy was stressed out. I, I just thought it was hilarious because of well, it, how scary it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's like being zapped at the same time. You know, like not yeah. so because they have him tied up. And they, that was another one where he thought the skit was like a lie detector test and they were just going to yeah. keep zapping him. And then they're like, actually. So th- this was crazy because in the trailer you see the bear walking out and he has a chain mm-hmm. on and you think like okay this bear is on a chain so they're not going to let the bear actually get to him and then in the movie the chain is just hanging there on the ground this bear is completely loose I've seen the revenant like bears can get crazy and this bear was just eating salmon off this guy's chest like I could I mean it's the craziest thing it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen because it's a bear. Like it's a whole ass bear. Dude. You <laughs> yes, can't, yes, bro. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like it clearly, obviously, it's like a domesticated bear. I'm sure it's a trained bear. It's still a bear, dude. Bears do bear things. And oh, uh, the guy runs in. Yeah, he's like, I need to get in there yeah, right like, now. I need, like, to, go I need now. to get in there. Yeah, yeah. terrifying. There like I, I was shocked. I was shocked when I saw it <laughs> because if he really didn't know a bear was about to go in, I just, I, I just can't imagine. And that's the that's the beauty of jackass. There was another moment where. I literally stood up out of my seat and started walking around the theater. I was so stressed. And that's where Steve-O um, places a queen bee on his uh, oh, say member. And yeah. he's just standing there completely naked, places a queen bee on himself. And then they just let out a whole beehive of bees who, yes. who will instinctively swarm around yes. this queen bee. And he essentially just creates a new hive on his uh, genitals. And uh, when I tell you, it's like one of the most <laughs> stressful, craziest things I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. He moves yeah. it and they don't move. Like, you know, like It's just, they're there. They're protecting the queen. I'm like, bro, this is like, because you've seen this before on like someone's hand, you know, like their face, their back. Like you've seen this before already. But yeah. they went there. They were like, "We're just gonna do it in your genitals, and it's, we're gonna see oh how big gosh. it can get." And there's this and it weird, freaking huge. Dude. It's a weird like this catharsis, right? Where he, as it's happening, I'm like, "What? Like, oh, no, no way, dude! Like, no, this is this is too far, guy. You're going too far now. Yeah. This is he's gonna get stuck, and it just you know, and it happens, and then it's finally done, and it's like, oh, I can breathe again. Like, geez, Louise." Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, why this is all enjoyable, but that was I just thought that was so wild. Was like, Unca gems moment right there for sure. Like, <laughs> just anxiety was there. Yeah, the uh, montage of like the cup like hitting um, thing the like I, cup test was out of control. The the cup test I loved it because it was nostalgic. Yeah, because <laughs> it was like 20 years since like the first time they've done that. But then they get freaking. MMA heavyweight like Francis Ngannou like just punching your dog yeah. Like, that's, yeah and then they have this hockey player just pucking like straight puck shot like to your cup like oh man I was it was just fun it was entertaining because it's like oh wow like what what can they do to make it you know like exciting and they found everything they could like a softball like a, <laughs> a softball pitch thrown at you you know like yeah super and, funny. and then the, the freaking stick. The pogo stick. Too, I was like, so rough. no, no, no. And then it's like, you just can't help but like, you know, quench. Like, oh god, this is gonna hurt. Yeah, and uh, it's they well, do a good job doing that, and it's, it's entertaining. It's fun. Yeah, it's awful. It's like, <laughs> I mean, there's you know, there's because the punch is awful. Everything, yeah. everything's awful. The punch is awful. The softball is awful because she's throwing the softball, 
and he gets hit, but he also gets hit like in the inner thighs. You see him bruising oh, yeah. up. Like, oh yeah, he's, he's clearly red. going through it. Yeah. You get the hockey player, just who's like the most accurate hockey player of all time. This guy got him straight away, and and then once it gets to this pogo stick, and you see him just <laughs> bruised up thighs. Laying on the ground with his legs open. The guy's standing there with a pogo stick between him. It's like torture It's porn. like, geez, no, you can't do Like, there's no way that's going to end yeah, good. Yeah, and, yeah. It, you know, it just, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Like, I, man, I know theaters have, like, private rentals and stuff. Like, I, I want to private rent this and, you know, get my family in there, get everyone just in there. And just yeah. like tear it up, just crack up, dude, because it's so funny. And there's there's one last skit I want to talk about because I feel like it kind of encapsulates like Jackass perfectly. Yeah, and that's the one where they're doing like Q and A, like it's like trivia, and they're mm-hmm. just standing there over these hands that are cocked back, and if you get the answer wrong, it just slaps you in the balls. The, just the freaking yeah, uh, comedy, uh, right? Chonkless. <laughs> they're like chonkless, like on there. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it just, just but smacked the crap. He's like, know, oh, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. of course you did, Johnny. Like, of course you did, bro. Like, oh, yeah. That's one of the best. Oh, also, in this movie, every time Wee Man did anything, like immediately after, he's like, Jeff, can I get down, please? Jeff, come on. Come on, man. I'm done. <laughs> they have freaking Tyler, right? Uh, yeah. Tyler, the creator, he like pissed off at Jeff Tremaine. He's, yeah. like, he's like, I want you to sit on sit this, this chair. chair. You sit here. Just shocks the crap out of him. <laughs> Poor Jeff for me, man. This guy gets the worst of it, dude. And yeah, like, but they're yeah. you know they're all good. Kudos to these guys for uh, all being in their fifties. Uh, I think there's a moment too in the trailer where Steve-O says, you know, it's it's not good to get concussions in your fifties. Uh, luckily, Knoxville's forty nine, so he'll be all right. And uh, that's kind of <laughs> the vibe they just have. You know, these they got the old guys. They bring some new people in, and they kind of take Would a you- beating too. But uh, yeah. What did you think about the new people? Like the new ones that they brought in, Jasper, Zach, uh, Poopies, right? Is that his name? Yeah, I think Poopies. Uh, I, I just hate saying that name, but uh, I think he made the biggest impression. He's the one yeah. that felt most like one of the jackass yeah. guys, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He felt like, I, like if if I wasn't paying attention, I would think he's like Dave England. Like, I, I would think he's the same person. Oh, um, yeah. He's just like, like the young variant. version. So he he made an impression. Zach he had his other um, MTV show. I mean he's definitely he's down. He's down to do whatever. Yeah, so he's got the, the that. tattoo on, on him. You know he's like yeah he he's like us tattoo. Yeah he's like us except he just actually went there. He was like I'm down to get hurt. Yeah and, and so just, I mean he, you know he, he went off a ramp, jumped into cactuses. He he did way more than I'd ever do. So uh, kudos to him. I didn't love his show. It kind of like made me a little sad. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, in the same like where Jackass did not make me sad at all, his show made me a little sad. Uh, but uh, sad in what sense? Like you just felt bad that he was doing. I don't know. It just felt like uh, it felt like exploitation thing. almost. I was like, all oh, these poor people. Uh, yeah, like there's something about like Jackass that makes you like feel like not only like you're in on the joke, but like they're all in on the joke, including the people involved. Yeah. Um, sometimes like things just like a yeah movie star. Like, know, like no one, so he's like no one in person. Jackass ever felt like they were being taken advantage of. If that makes any sense, interesting. I, I was happy for him. You know, I was happy for him. Oh yeah, as, as a fan, that, Good for like, him, this yeah. is his life. Like this is life. Like this is what he wanted to do, and he did. And so shout out to him. The girl, I didn't see much of her. I wish we would, would see. A little yeah, she didn't. She didn't really do much. She got you know yeah. scorpion thing, and uh, she licked a taser. I mean, yeah, it was, you know, they had a girl there. It was cool. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> the taser thing was, I thought it was CGI. I was, that was not real. Well, they did the taser. taser. She licks the taser. And I was like, oh, she just licked a taser. And then the next, and then Poopies comes in and kisses a snake twice. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, yes. this is this is metal, dude. Like, yeah, just... <laughs> Poopy's my guy, bro. Poopy's my guy. I was trying to figure control. out, like, if he was, like, an ex, like, Olympian or something like that. I think he's just a guy, right? <laughs> he's just a dude. <laughs> yeah, he's just a dude. <laughs> What goes by poopies? I love it too because he was like, he's like, that was my biggest worries. Uh, I have to like get naked here on the, in the movie and show everyone. <laughs> he's like, but that's what it is, you know. So I'm here, whatever, dude. <laughs> he's like, fucking. Yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, super man, super wholesome movie, man. You guys, in a weird way, watch in a weird yeah. way, it's super wholesome. Considering yeah. the movie starts out with um, uh, a, just a painted a painted penis like as Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla. terrorizing a miniature town. <laughs> see everything i was not prepared for that i was shook <laughs> I was shook <laughs> i don't know we could rate this by uh yeah t- we could do tasers tasers feels yeah. like not enough well so no but here's the thing right with tasers like it's so simple it's like so simple but they they do like a prank right they do pranks and then while they're all laughing they'll just Those tase tase. someone yeah you know what they'll tasers just works. they'll just They'll just tase you while they're laughing. Everyone's cracking. Ah, that's great. You're like, someone yeah. freaks out. Yeah. and they, It just adds on to the laughter. It's usually Johnny Knoxville. You know, like, he'll do that. Stuff. Yeah, he's been tased. But it's just so everyone. funny. Like I was cracking up, and it happened. I was like, oh, what the fuck? I was like, dude, that's so rude. <laughs> and people are freaking yeah. out. But it's like, it's the best thing ever. I just want to tease someone. I got to get a tease. Oh, I, yeah. I, I might okay, just man. tease my dad. See what's up with that. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't listen to this episode. I'm going to taste the shit out of him. <laughs> I like it. All right. It's the tasers. Tasers it is. Um, Let's all right. It. Let's give us give us your uh, rating here. Yeah. So um, so it's like, it's tough though. Because it's like, what, what, how do you rate this with? So like on the madman scale, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going with like rewatchability, how much I laughed. Um. And like you know, the score in this film is just like top notch score. Plot <laughs> twist, <laughs> no score. There's, there's a good song. There's some yeah. few good songs. Um, I, I'm just gonna like it might be high. I'm gonna just give it 89. I'm giving um, it 89. 89 tasers. It's I'm giving it 89 tasers. Um, Operation Christmas Drop got like 71, I think. So <laughs> it's not that far off, right? Like, it's what, like 18 more? Like, who's even counting, right? Yeah. We give it 89. My three word review is uh, Punishing Male Genitalia. Um, okay. That's just okay. what it is. If you want to watch a movie about punishing male genitalia, go for it. Watch Jackass Forever, dude. Yeah. Jack- it, it, you see a lot of it. <laughs> so if you're like, you know what? I hate men. Watch that and just like laugh. Right. Well, yeah, bro. You see, you're kind of sounding like one of those think pieces that I was reading about this movie. Um, I don't hate men. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Someone might. <laughs> I don't care. I think it's funny as shit, dude. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Best like date night movie for sure. Like sure. Sure. I will give them this. They put it all out there right in the intro. There's no yeah. no one's gonna be confused but the- about what movie they're getting into. Because yeah. they started off with a bang, and if you stay after that, that's on you. Um, all right, I, I, I mean, I respect eighty nine. I respect your kind of thought process here. I, I totally understand that. There's what's weird about this movie is that it's hard to really call it a movie and rate it as a movie because it is just yeah. a collection of skits. Yeah. Um, however, they have done this 
there is a formula. They've, this is the fourth movie they've put out. Uh, if you count the two and a half, three and a half, and this is probably like the seventh or eighth movie they put out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think it's one of the strongest ones they've done. And so again, yeah. we're talking about rewatchability, we're talking about just pure enjoyment. Sitting there yeah. just laughing my ass off for ninety minutes through an absolutely ridiculous non-stop, non-stop like laughter. cinema yeah. experience. You were pacing, you know, uh, that movie I, had an effect on you. Oh yeah. I think that um although clearly it's like cheaply shot, like there's nothing incredible happening here that they get the best use out of like slow motion cameras, these close ups. I mean, there's some they do the Icarus yeah. flight, you know, like that was top notch, top notch. And, and there's yeah. some, I mean, there's just really some quality. great shots and great quality. And there's something about the fact that the way they're using these cameras is just raw, right? Like there's no, they're using these, these incredibly complicated cameras without yeah. any CG involved, yeah. no like complex sets. It's literally just on what's going on. And so I, yep. I honestly think it's some of like, some of the best like slow motion footage. I think Jackass 3D was some of the best like 3D footage that yeah. really got shown because it was so pure. All that to say, I'm giving this movie a 95. Taser's not even care. Oh, I don't even care. Like, I, damn, I, Dubs, <laughs> what a 95 banger! I I just I mean if we're just talking certified about, fresh, yeah, loving the experience, they they just did no wrong throughout this whole movie. It was just yeah. hit after hit after hit. It was consistently entertaining. I do have a thing where I don't love like the uh, like poop stuff. I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah, um, there was. 100% less like poop stuff in this movie than any of the other movies. Uh, yeah. So everything else doesn't bug me too much. But when it's like, they're just, I don't know. Anything with that, I'm like, eh, not a huge fan. They took out almost all that. I just, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to argue with the experience. And my three-word review is uh, dumb but tough. And there, there's a Oof. song that kind of plays uh, throughout. And it's just, you know, mm. if, if you're... If you're gonna be dumb, you got to be tough. It's like the jackass anthem in a lot of ways. Man, what a and freaking three word review! Dude. <laughs> I just one of the deep love best. it. I love shit like that. I love you know, <laughs> brilliant but lazy. You know, like it's like I I love shit yeah. like that, dude. That's that's a great three word review, Dubs. And so and and then in the trailer because you were talking about needle drops, I thought you were gonna talk about that song because they do play that song in the trailer. Like if you're gonna be dumb, you got to be tough. It's just it's a banger. It's a good one, yeah. It's a, it, but that's like the um, it's like a staple, you know. Well, I mean, needle drop the down, you know, like yeah. Oh, for things. sure. Like that's just like once you hear that, you like yes. Yeah. Just like I feel like a trained puppy. Like uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. like excited. Oh, yeah. Like, where's my treat? Like okay, let's go. We're going outside. We're going outside. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Same with. I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Yeah, like, yes. bro. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, we sure. We record the intro and just like start off with that. <laughs> That's so good. I love it. That's I awesome. love it. All right, cool. So Jackass, yeah, ninety five. Without no shame in my life. And look, you know, we show by the top tens this past year that you know ninety five doesn't mean it's in the top ten. Definitely doesn't mean it's not. I mean, there's I I, I see yeah. no reason to not put it up there. But yeah, this uh, this is probably going to be a top ten twenty twenty two movie for sure. Probably. I hope so. And I knew that for myself. Like going into, I th- I knew I felt like it was going to be a top 10 2021 movie when it was supposed to come out last October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've waited patiently, and I'm just so happy it's here. And I and I know you know the thing about talking about Jackass is you could argue that like what's the purpose? Because 
no one's going to convert. You're either into it or you're not. I feel like there's no like there's no explanation that'll make someone enjoy it that does not already enjoy it. Yeah. But uh I'm just glad I'm a person that it's for because there's these four movies exist and damn they are funny. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. When you get knocked down, you got to get back up. I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I know enough to know. If you're going to so, be dumb, right, you got to be tough. Let's hop into our next uh, thing here. We got Pam and Tommy. This is the uh, first three episodes of Pam and Tommy have been released on Hulu. This is the story revolving around the theft and over and release of the Pam and Tommy Lee sex tape. And when we say release, obviously release to the public over the internet when that was becoming a thing. Uh, Mehmet, what are your thoughts on uh, this? This is also the uh, second topic in our uh, member section because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Tommy Lee going around in this show. So I, I really like this. I, I really do. I, I knew I was going in because of things I was comparing into like it, it it really does feel like American like crime story, you know, like Ryan Murphy type, like, like mm. this is like one of those things that he does well. Um, but his is, a you know, it's always more serious and this is a lot more goofier. And, um, and so I, I almost enjoy it a little bit more because it doesn't take itself too serious. It's goofy as hell. Yeah. And so, and so, I enjoyed it. I, I, I really do like it. I really do like how it's going. I do think it is a little bit too goofy, though. Interesting. Um, now, yeah. If, who's too goofy in it? Um, Tommy Lee. Oh, bro! I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> is a little bit too goofy and I feel liberated. Tommy Lee is like a rock star you know he he is a goofy guy like he's an like an idiot he's a dummy um and he's funny he's a cool guy yeah cool guy but this sebastian stan portrayal great like i i liked it episode one episode two i'm like ah, like you know like i just feel like it's a little bit too much um that kind of takes away from the show but that just might be the show this is what they wanted to do you know the freaking needle drops in in this is just amazing i i am yeah. excited to find this spotify playlist of all the songs that are being played because um you know 1995 you know bangers and uh it i i always love you know these like old you know 90s tracks and things like that like revisiting music at that time like i like the feel the feels there i feel like you're the first person that i've heard say that the tommy lee portrayal is a little off off um and that all all i've read all the discourse i've read about this is that like they have just inhabited these roles they have become these people like who is tommy is it is sebastian stan tommy lee did he become him like oh my gosh they've done so well everything i've seen has been positive and as i'm watching the show the whole time i'm like man this guy's like super annoying and it's not like this like rock star cool it's like Kind of like really obnoxious. And now the first episode, you know, he's interacting with Seth Rogen character yeah. and it's, you know, it is played up a little goofy and I was like, okay, like for sure, not overthinking it too much. I was cool with it. Yeah. Then in the second episode, there's a club scene 
where Sebastian Stan and Lily James playing Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson are like first interact. I just thought that scene was weird as hell. I thought they both were like, I thought Lily James was awkward. Yeah, as Pam Anderson, I thought he was like, like just like nothing about him seemed cool at all. He seemed like a weirdo. And I don't know. It just played, it just played so weird for me. And as I was watching it, I was like, this is so, I, I just felt so weird about it. Now I will say in the third episode, it almost seems to have chilled out. Like maybe that scene like was an anomaly yeah. that, but I just did not enjoy it at all. Um, <laughs> and the other thing about the show is the way they're telling the story is kind of all over the place. I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan so far. I will say at the end of the third episode and they released three episodes at once. And I think that's the smartest thing because I, I watched all three. I almost didn't watch the third one, but I was like, yeah, I might as well watch it. Cause you were watching the fallout and I was like, I'll watch this third one. The end of the third episode it's kind of like where I'm like, okay, this is about to get interesting because Pam Anderson's about to find out, like, mm-hmm. you know, this tape got released and and you really start caring for the Pamela Anderson character, which is something that I think the creators have said they wanted to do and kind of rewrite the narrative for her in a more uh, just, well, because she was treated so poorly for something that was <sighs> yeah, private dude. and got stolen out of her life and she had no control over that yeah. they're trying to rewrite that narrative even though she's not involved with the show and didn't want to be involved with it at all. But yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully, I I, I hope where it goes from here will be better. I I thought these character introductions, the way they they did it, were just super kind of all over the place, kind of weird. And um, I think Lily James is really the standout as Pam Anderson, though. I think she does a really great job. And Sebastian Stan is eh, so-so. To... um circle back to that club scene um and just like how immature they were i think if anything is just to illustrate how immature like and spontaneous that relationship was and um just kind of something off for even pam anderson you know like some just kind of wild and crazy and um and it is a little because i thought i was like man she's like like dumb you know but i think it's just dumb in love you know like you know what screw it i'm having fun here like let's just like let loose but then sebastian stan is just like it's just annoying <laughs> you know? like, it's just like it, it, like Man. his tommy lee was just like it's just like a little bit too much yeah. where i'm like it didn't like, do i put feel cool it felt like, like it felt like a yeah. guy who just like who just made 20 million dollars in the stock market and the day before he was an yeah. accountant somewhere. Like that's what it felt like, and he was like, <laughs> like oh, didn't know yeah. how to let loose. Yeah, it like, just it just seemed weird. I don't know. It's just a little weird. Well, it it makes sense if they're like embodying these characters. Like you know, it really like like really went in there and became these people. Like he might have a kind of fixated idea of who Tom Lee is, and kind of made him into like a caricature. You know that he didn't really intend to but you might just think oh this is it this guy's a rock star molly crew you know like he probably does stuff like this all the time and he probably does but probably less goofier yeah you know? um yeah I, so i actually so i've been so blown away by the discourse about it that i went and watched old tommy lee videos to try yeah. and get because i mean he's way before my time trying to get a like vibe for who he was when he was younger because yeah. and yeah. i've seen videos of when he's older uh, but you know, trying to get this vibe when he's younger, he seems like yeah, like it doesn't give a doesn't give a frick, right? Rock yeah. star guy, yeah, out of control, but cool, definitely cool. cool. Sebastian yeah. Stan just did not seem cool at all. 
So I don't know. Maybe you can't teach cool. You know, maybe cool is uh, <laughs> you can't teach it. But I, I would I would argue that Sebastian Santa's show does not seem cool. And uh, I, this may sound like a stupid thing to bring up, but uh, I don't know. When I've just seen so much about how great the portrayal is, I just feel like he doesn't seem cool. And if you don't seem cool and you're being a cool guy, it just doesn't play. Yeah, I mean, definitely looks the part though. Like, shout out to the you know makeup costume department. Like, just the way they got these people looking the way they did. Like, man, shout out to them. I know there's a lot of you know work that they had to do to do it. Oh, probably win an award somewhere down the line. Yeah, because of everything they've done. Um, but I really liked the first episode. First episode, I thought you know they really showcase you know why Seth Rogen's character is the way he is and. They showed like you know Tommy Lee as like the villain here, and I guess in in it all like he is you know a lot to blame here. There's a there's a scene that's already I mean I've already seen a couple articles about it where uh, Sebastian Stan as Tommy Lee while high on ecstasy has a conversation with his penis, um, who is a <laughs> is yeah. a large participant in the conversation. They they literally just like talk as if they were two friends talking in a room, and uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's just. It's just it was just a wild scene to uh, see streaming on TV. I was like, oh, this is okay. This is happening. Cool, cool. They're doing <laughs> it. Good for them. It's uh, it's his voice, right? Like it's it's Sebastian Stan's voice as the talking penis, right? No, no, it's uh, Jason uh, Manzukis. Jason Manzukis. Oh, yeah, Jason okay. Manzukis. Yeah, the guy, uh, crazy guy. Sense. He's like that, uh, yeah, he's I, like in the league and uh, Parks and Rec and. All that. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's a crazy dude. They should have got a funnier guy. Let's, oh, let's he's. Wide. I would argue that he's like the funny guy. He's the perfect. Yeah, he's like the. He's like the wild card. If anyone's gonna be a talking dick, it's Jason Manzukis. <laughs> so reason why. I, yeah, reason why I bring it up is because in the boys, one of the guys, the deep. He's talking to his fish gills, and his fish gills are, are like the voice is Patton Oswalt. And it was just funny. Like Patton Oswald is yeah, great. Yeah, if the voice was yeah. Patton Oswald, that would be great. Also, be funnier. Right? Like, there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely. I mean, it was a funny choice. There's nothing wrong with Jason Manzukis yeah. doing that, but uh, Patton Oswald also would have been a wonderful choice. Or like John Mulaney, or even like Steve Buscemi, like someone like that. Oh, that Steve kind of Buscemi. Yeah, let's get. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Or Christopher Walken, or something crazy like that. Yeah, like, let's just. We clearly we need more talking penises in movies here. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of voiceovers we, we, that we're gonna knock out of the about park it for like the last like three minutes. We're a big fan of that. <laughs> there's this discourse. We're all we're in it. Let's get more talking yeah. penis. I mean, I do. Huge you know, I'm a big guy. dialogue guy. Big dialogue guy. So huge, huge idea guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's big dialogue. <laughs> Whether it's a penis or a freaking gill, whatever, dude. All right. So here we go. So that's that's Pam and Tommy. Um, so we're we're giving it a recommendation. You give it a recommendation. recommendation. Oh yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. And I'll say this: like if you watch it and, and you feel like, man, this guy is knocking Tommy Lee out of the park, let me know. I I feel like I was taking crazy pills. That's why when you said he's a little goofy, I I felt I was so happy. And then the more I went in, it felt like you were trying to defend him. I was like, okay, maybe maybe we're not on the same page here. But look, I just if <laughs> I, I just feel like I'm going crazy because everyone's talking about how incredible it is. And I'm like, is it incredible, or do they just have like a good costume department? Like, what's think, going on? Yeah, I know, right? No, I just think episode one and episode two is clearly like different versions of Tommy. 
Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, they well, and they take place at different times, and so it's all true. Yeah. But uh, he's uh, he's kind of a douche the whole time. So so far, oh, yeah. so far, you don't feel bad for them, really. Mm-hmm. I will. I already feel myself getting ready to feel bad for Pam Anderson because the way they like had her story arc. But uh, a freaking Jay Leno thing in the beginning, like it's yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's after watching all those Britney Spears, those old Britney Spears interviews. Mm-hmm. It's like these hosts don't want like their old interviews coming up. There's just nothing they about them that are going to be good. Yeah, their Hollywood sucks, man. Yeah, it's just people, bro. Weirdos. You're right. It's different time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, well, it's through a freaking yeah, a 1995 lens, it's not yeah. that bad. Well, what's what's interesting about it too? Two lens. It, and I, I mean, I mentioned it for a second earlier. Is that you know there there is a lot of like when they're showing that Jay Leno clip is like, hey, look at how look at how everyone treated Pam Anderson. Like, how inappropriate mm-hmm. is that? And they're making this show that's like revisiting all these things and going to cause more discourse about this situation. And they say that part of the reason they want to do it is to reframe how she came out of it, but she wants nothing to do with this. So I think she would rather be like, hey, stop this. And, uh, you know, so now essentially, again, someone is like profiting off her life and things that happened to her that she had no control over. And uh, she just wants it to stop. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of gross when you look at it like that. Yeah. But hey, yeah, we're here for entertainment, so be it. You know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, so recommendation. Yeah, catch Pam and Tommy on Hulu. All right. Now we can close the book on the member talk. Uh, thank goodness. We're gonna review the fallout. So this is a uh movie that dropped on HBO. This is written and directed by Megan Park. This is actually the directorial debut, uh, starring Jenna Ortega, Maddie Ziegler, and Niles Fitch. The synopsis here is a high schooler Veda navigates the emotional fallout she experiences in the wake of a school tragedy. Relationships with her family, friends, and view of the world are forever altered. Uh, The Rotten Tomatoes here is pretty high with a 92% for the critics and an 84% for the audience. Streaming now on HBO Max. Man, man, what did you think of the fallout? So this is an interesting film. It explores an interesting, very deep topic, school shootings, and, and just the aftermath of that it's something that is tough you know it's just it's it's tough how normal it is like it just yeah. it, it, it really is and so it's i wasn't prepared for <laughs> for you know the beginning of this movie i i knew what was happening but still even then i was like i was like shook you know and there's a lot of moments in the movie where i cried because it's it's just deep. It's a deep film. I mean, it, it pulled the heartstrings for me, but then it didn't. Then there was moments where I was like, ah, man, like this is, I feel like this was like, I don't know what the direction they want to go through here. I feel like this could have been a very like, let's say it was like less like funny with like the supporting actors or less. I, I, it wasn't even that funny of a film, but I, I just feel like this could have been a lot more intense if it was like 824 or something. Right. I, I had some problems with the direction which maybe you could dive in a little bit more, but it felt like off. Something felt off. Interesting. Okay. So I, I I'm a big fan of this movie. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Something that I wasn't expecting. I didn't realize the movie was about a school shooting. So you also, I was also surprised as, as you were. When I watched the trailer, I thought someone shot themselves, like committed suicide in the bathroom. 
And then I realized, and then I, but that was just the trailer scene. Watching the movie, yeah. obviously, the scene goes a lot longer. And um, the school shooting, of course, is is handled very delicately. Like that scene, you don't actually see a shooter walking around shooting anyone. So uh, it's really just the catalyst for how the movie goes on. But it's handled extremely tastefully in that sense. Like you don't want to see the Michael Bay version of this movie, right? Like. This is this is the good version. This yeah, is, definitely. I do not want to see the Michael Bay version of this. Jesus yeah. Christ! Um, and so, I what I got out of it was just a movie about how people grieve and how people deal with things. And absolutely, really, that there's no right way to do it. Yeah, I. So I'm not sure exactly which moments didn't really resonate with you, but. I I liked pretty much everything about this movie. I thought it was really strong all the way around. The moments that kind of took away from um, the coping of the main characters. So the main characters obviously like coping with this, mm. like dealing with this, finding a way to like get past this. Unsure, just like you mentioned, like um, unsure of what to do. I'm sure of how to feel. Uh, and um, when the mom and the little sister get involved and I feel like they have a few scenes that kind of take away from like those feelings from, from going through this stuff. I feel like almost like it felt like a comedy relief. Yeah. And, the little uh, sister I, was comic relief for sure. I felt yeah, like welcome comic relief. I didn't like it. Cause I, I feel like it, it was just silly up, up until there's a very personal like scene with, uh, the sister and the main character um, that kind of like made me think like, oh, okay, and then, never mind. I, I was tripping. Um, but like the mom, mm. I, 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 and the mom, I'm sure is a fine actress, but I, I feel like it just, I don't know, like her scenes, I didn't really resonate with. It's interesting. I, I, at least for myself personally, I know that when I'm in a situation where someone's upset, uh, especially if it's something that I didn't go through and they went through and I'm trying to make them feel better about it. You know, there's always, there's like this normal conversation, right? There's like, Hey, like, let's talk about it. Let's figure out whatever. And then eventually it's just going to be me trying to make them laugh. Like, yeah, see, we're good. But, you know, life's crazy. Let's move on. Ha ha ha. And so in that sense, I, it just, it just makes sense uh, to me. It fits all in right there. Like grief, Grief is nothing but a, a moment before laughter. And that's kind of how just like I just feel like life is in a lot of ways. So yeah. Not that this is necessarily like this movie just is all life, but but I enjoyed the scenes with the sister. And I feel like they kind of rang true, at least I especially the way she's kind of involved. She had a boy over and they're very involved in the boy and what's going on. And the main character, Jenna Ortega, she's the one that went through the shooting, but no none of the others did, you know, so they just want things to be back to normal. They want everything to feel right. They just want everyone to be happy. And I, I don't know. I like the scenes. That being said, the stuff with the family, besides that one scene with the sister where they kind of have the heart to heart is not where I feel like the movie shines. I feel like the movie shines with um, Jenna Ortega interacting with her friends, with uh, the Maddie Ziegler character, the Niles Fitch yeah. character, Mm-hmm. That's that's where the movie really takes off and, and and really it just works for me and those are those are definitely the high moments uh of just her you know well the you know the hookups and the apologies and the drugs but not like excessive nothing no one's like shooting heroin or anything but just kind of like hey like I I feel I don't feel good 
I need some help. This just doesn't feel right. What's going on? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I dug it. Their their chemistry was top notch. Like their chemistry was great. I believed it. I it, it didn't feel hallmarkish. Like it didn't feel like a bad you know yeah. lifetime movie. It didn't. No, not at and, all. Not at all. And people might you know get some like there'll, there'll probably be some criticisms with especially how Euphoria is popping right now. It's like oh, it's like a cheap attempt at like Euphoria when it comes with the drugs and things like that. It's like, no, not everything is like Euphoria. No. You know, Euphoria is like out of control. Um, and uh, this movie has drug scenes, but it felt like something your buddy will tell you when what they went through when they were in high school or something, you know, like, hey, I've never done ecstasy before. I did it. Here's what happened. You know, like, oh, I never smoked weed before. I did. Here's how it, you know, like it, it just felt very normal. It didn't feel like cheap hollywood exaggerating like drugs and i'm not saying euphoria does that but uh uh-huh. euphoria displays pretty intense you know like usage of drugs and um it's uh it's outcomes and yeah things like that yeah, euphoria is also filmed like really like really heavily stylized too so yeah. it's it's just very it's just like the whole show is like a fever dream whereas this is shot like totally just normal so it's not it's not like someone smokes weed and all these crazy colors. It's like no, she's just there's just like a couple kids getting high in someone's backyard. It doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't feel crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I I appreciated that. I I, I thought it was cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and and the director. I, I don't even think we discussed the director. I think it's a female director. I think she did a good job. Yeah, like, female director, first movie. Yeah. Yeah, I I think she did a great job, and um and and definitely. Yeah, maybe feel some type of way and and shout shout out to her. This is a movie I I think we should see more of. We should see more movies like this for sure. This is an issue that's going on in America and it's tough coping with that. Just like dealing with that. Like I cannot imagine, man. Yeah, and I can't. what what I really to and uh is how and we've touched on this already talking about it, but how they, they show different types of grief and people's reactions to grief is different. How, uh, the, the, the Veda character, Jenna Ortega, she yeah. is kind of just like, she just feels lost. Like she's like, I just, I, I or she feels numb. She's like, numb. I just don't feel anything. Yeah. I, I just feel, yeah. just feel like dead inside. Whereas her friend, Nick is like all of a sudden turned into an activist. Right, yeah. he's like, no, we gotta, we have to force change. Like, this isn't okay. Like, we can't just have kids come into school. We gotta work on gun reform. And so he takes that trauma and he, you know, harnesses it for something positive, which is great, and that's terrific. But that's not like the only way that people are gonna deal with stuff. And so I like that they, they kind of showed both those things. And it's not like one is better or one is worse or one is right. One is wrong. Well, I guess, you know, one is better. Maybe the one where you're making a change, but there's nothing yeah. wrong <laughs> with just being like, I just don't feel anything. Yeah. What the hell? And so I, I like the way the movie just kind of showed everyone in the way they showed, you know, Quentin, who his brother got shot during the thing. And she's like, I'm so sorry about your brother. He's like, you know what? Like, it's okay. I just don't want it to be for nothing. And, and so he's he's doing his own thing, and Mia's doing her own thing. And yeah, I just it, it felt it's very it feels very topical. Um, I a lot of people said it's like a Gen Z type movie, and you know, there's like you know, her little sister's filming TikTok dances, and they have those moments where it it feels like something for right now. And 
but without feeling cheesy. And that was the other thing, because if someone says a Gen Z movie to me, I'm like, oh, well, I'm good on the Gen Z movie. Thanks anyway. But this didn't feel annoying to me. I was like, oh, okay, I get this. This is, it's just, it's just different. This is a new generation. But uh, yeah, I think this is like Jenna Ortega is going to be a, a, in our lives for a long time. I'd yeah, count on pe- that. People are saying it's her breakout role. People are saying, and I mean, like, you can't blame them. <laughs> like, she killed it. She did a great job. Yeah. And, and all that, though, but to me, my favorite scene is a moment where her and her dad are standing on a hill just yelling out to the world oh, kind of great moment. things that they're stressed about and, you know, and just saying things. And there's a moment where the dad gets up and he's like, I'm scared of time. And just yells it. And I was like, like, how real is that, man? And it's just, again, everyone's dealing with something. You know, whether it's, you know, this guy is did not go through a school shooting. He's like, but I'm getting older. And, uh, and I'm dealing with the fact that, you know, I, I don't I don't have all the time in the world. And, and it's such a, it just feels so genuine. Like, when he said that, I got chills. I was like, bro, I totally understand. And it's just moments yell. like that are yeah. so good. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's it's good to yell. I mean, Garden State, one of my favorite <laughs> movies. Like high, like top five yelling moments when they're just screaming out, like and letting their just feelings be heard. Hell yeah! Dude. <laughs> All right. So how how do you want to rate this movie? With like, I'm down for like um for like I don't know. I I wanted to say text because I really loved this like just effect of the text being displayed and just the mm-hmm. phone usage you know like i can't help but when i watch a movie and someone's using a phone someone's texting someone's doing something and I, i'm like are they doing it right though are they doing it good and there's a moment where like <laughs> through instagram she gets a phone number she copies and pastes it and like sends a message and it seems like she did all that on her own like the practical yeah. effects were great it, it didn't feel like it was cgi or anything like that I, so <laughs> something so simple you know like yeah. they just did it effectively i was like hell yeah but i hate when i see something i'm like that's not real that's not well, that's not an iphone yeah it's because that's we fake. use phones constantly like yeah we, con- we constantly have phones that are either they're either in our hand or we're having a conversation looking at our phone the fact that movies have taken so long to just get phones right or to yeah, yeah to like CGI the screen and have these weird generic operating systems. It's bananas, fake as hell, bananas. Yeah. Uh, so you want to say text messages or like um, effective, effective on screen text messages? I'm down for effective on screen messages. Okay, uh, I, I I'm gonna just hit you with a solid 82 um, right now. Solid 82. Nice. Um, I I. I think it might go up. I this is one of the ones where I I probably have to give it a rewatch and make sure I'm not like tripping because there is a few moments where I was tripping and then you know you watch the movie play and you're like oh okay I was I was tripping early <laughs> like I now I understand and um and I and I feel <laughs> like I, I I do have to give it a rewatch uh you know eight eight eighty two big in doing with uh like the ending like the way the ending happened. Mm. I, love it so much like i really Solid like ending. effective ending for me like i yeah. i wouldn't have wanted it any other way i thought it was perfect i thought it just like wraps everything up nicely um and phineas billy Gosh's brother did a great job on the score yeah I think the score was awesome it definitely hit 
the notes it needed to hit. And, um, and I enjoyed it. I, I, I thought it was good and I wasn't expecting a good score in this movie. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't really know what I was expecting. Maybe I, I, I thought I was going to watch like a cheap lifetime movie, uh, mm. up until the shooting happened. I'm like, Oh shit. But, uh, 82, it's good. It's a good film. And it's one of the better films like this. It's there's this this could have been bad, and it wasn't. So, three word review is going to be sad but true. Like that's just what it is. Mm. Like I, it's just that's what I felt when I watched it. I was like, damn, this is sad but true. And I was like, I'm gonna be an activist. I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be like that kid. Like let's let's do something. And then I opened like a bag of like flaming hot lays and just laid it on my stomach and <laughs> live your best. Yeah. Life. All right, cool. So uh, I'm happy because there's nothing like a review where I'm gonna give two movies a higher score than you. That's I feel oh, like yeah. that's never happened. Uh, but I'm gonna hit this no. one with a uh, 90 uh, effective usages of a cell phone in a oh, movie. 90? Oh, okay. Out of 100. Okay. Uh, just solid good. 90 right there. Way to start off 2022, right? The 95 and a 90. Uh, so you really like this, man. You really liked it. You I, I dug it. I dug it quite a bit. I thought it was really, really good. And uh, That's good. I, it, there's, it's kind of got everything I want. It's, it's an interesting story. Uh, it feels real. It's only like an hour and 45 minutes long. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's, that, <laughs> you could, you could tell me. Oh, there's this movie, and it just deals with grief in the aftermath of a tragedy. That could be a two-hour movie where I'm pulling my hair out. It wasn't that. And uh, I just think the way that they, they told the story, the way they put it together, and uh, Jenna Ortega really kind of elevated it to something that was good. <clears throat> and shout out Maddie Ziegler, who's you know the girl from the SIA videos. You know She's coming up and making movies and stuff, so... She's doing her thing. Yeah, she, she she's in West Side Story, right? She like, is she in West Side had, like, Story. A small, like very small role. I think she was just a dancer, to be honest. Yeah, she's. I I don't. I just saw that it was on her IMDb, but I have no yeah. idea who she was in West Side Story. I've blocked that yeah. movie out pretty much like, completely. Let me look. <laughs> dude, we hated that movie so, so bad. bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, and so my three word review here: grief has purpose. Although she was going through stuff and, and it was hard for her that all these characters grew together, got closer, you know, relationships opened up in a way that they wouldn't have if all this wasn't happening. I, I, I mean, I really love that scene where uh, Veda, she invites Quinn out and they're like sitting across from each other and they're like at this restaurant type thing or yeah. somewhere. And she's looking at him and he's kind of looking down and he looks up and they like smile and she just hugs him. And then he hugs her back, and it's it's a powerful hug, and mm. and I I really like that. Sometimes that's all you need. Like it's like no words, you know, just a hug, and um, it was super powerful. It was I I cried like seven times in this movie, man. It was intense. <laughs> like it was just like yeah. I texted you. I was like, what 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 am I doing here? Like why am I yeah. just like crying in bed? Like I feel like I need bonbons and the freaking you know like. Postmates some like frozen yogurt or something because I was like going through it, bro. It was intense. <laughs> it was intense. And then just you know, just to end it all off, there's there's a, another scene that stuck out with me. And Maddie, like her her character, right? Like you see her Instagram page. She has eighty five thousand followers. Yep, on the Instagram page. Do you believe that? For like a uh, high school dancer influencer, eighty five thousand. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I believe that people like that exist. Yeah, 100%. Yeah? Bro, yeah. I'm tripping, bro. I, I Man, I should have 85,000. Yeah. Bro, I have 400. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's also... That's 407, still a bro. Ton, man. 407. That's still a ton. I have, I have it, 215 You can't have followers. more posts than followers. Crazy. You have 215? That's insane. Yeah, considering I got my uh, Instagram when I was out of high school and like in my 20s. It's not too bad. I got a thousand two hundred fifty-one posts. That's you know most of them. I would say are uh, I don't say not low quality is not the right word. It's um they're they're like slice of life posts. You know some people like I would say have like a curated Instagram. Your Instagram (laughs) is more like what's the what's the least interesting thing I could put here, and they just kind of throw it up. And I I think that's fun. It's kind of like a little like a little vibe. That's I'll take that as a compliment. (laughs) Sure. I'm just kidding. It's a lot of food. Sure. There's a lot of like food opportunities where you're like, you gotta you gotta get some of this, but like no you're not inviting <laughs> anyone. You're just like, damn. No. All right, in your I last love food. let me see. I fill this <laughs> up. So I like food. I mean, what do you want me to say? Food is awesome. So yeah, in your last nine pictures, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six of them are food. Madman, let's go, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, huge fan of food. You're a big, you're a big fan of ideas. I'm a big fan of just food plates. And let Very me see the, the captions here. Yep, it's a, it's a bowl of cereal. Caption: Do yourself a solid. Grab yourself a bowl of cereal. <laughs> what makes me upset is I feel like is there milk in there too? You don't normally yeah. have milk and cereal and all that. So you were really like, hey, I need to let these people know. Like, yes. everyone needs to be eating cereal. This shit's dope. Yeah, it was amazing. And then you got one here. Looks like some uh, enchiladas, maybe some going on. <laughs> it's like a nice little plate. It says brother. How can you not eat this every day? I like that. Uh, one is just tick tick boom. Probably just watch tick tick boom. Um, I'm super passionate. One oh, name the dish. Okay, uh, I'm not naming it's like it. This. <laughs> and then <laughs> the last one: one taco, one enchilada, a bunch of stuff in between. Whatever you want in life, you go out and get it. I decided Wahoo's Fish Tacos was the move. Get inspired. Eat. Thank you. I love it. One of the comments, never been more inspired by someone's meal. And that's that's why you're there. And that's the truth, brother. And that's the truth. And, and that's what I'm here to do. So. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there you go. You got the in and out there. This is okay because I had a salad yesterday. Classic. That's a oh, good, that's did a good I write one. that? Yeah. Oh damn, Madman with a classic. And you got a little bowl here. Oh no, comment. But someone asked, "Is it bussin'?" And then you put the little awkward face. Nice. I like it, dude. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> no, but your Instagram's dope, dude. Your Instagram's dope. Hell yeah, dude. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Madman. I gotta get eighty-five thousand followers, bro. I gotta. I'm gonna just do some dancing stuff like Manny did. See uh, how many followers I can get, dude. Thirst trap, thirst trap it up, bro. Screen yeah. champs, Instagram's gonna get ready for some thirst traps, bro. Get some heading your way. Hey, whatever the people want, man. Whatever the people want. That's it for that's it for today. That's today's episode. Catch you guys later. Catch you guys next week. Have a uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. It's gonna be happening next week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Bet a lot of money. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. Peace.